0: Good morning or afternoon or evening or whenever you're listening to this. I'm just happy that you are listening to this and I'm happy to be talking to you on this dreary overcast rainy Wednesday even though I just posted on Instagram that it was Thursday and my DMs absolutely blew up. I've never seen anything like that in my entire life. Um, I'm kind of reeling from it a little bit. I It made me a little triggered. Um, So I'm kind of coming down from that right now. So just bear with me. How is everyone's week going? I know that it is an incredibly heavy week in the world. But I also beg the question, when was the last time it wasn't an incredibly heavy week in the world? So much is going on between Afghanistan and Haiti and COVID and Delta variant and Greg Abbott getting COVID. It's just a lot. And it really does feel like when the mask mandate was lifted, um, I guess, what was that like in March or April? It was like those two months that we had that we could be mask free and not feel bad about it was like the only relief that we have gotten from this shitstorm in the last year and a half. And now we're back to being confused and getting different information from all different sources or resources. And it's just a lot. It's a lot. So I really hope that, especially with everything going on this week and what I'm sure you're being inundated with um, from social media, that you are taking some time to focus on yourself and take care of you, do something nice for you, or I don't know, like call a friend you haven't talked to in a while, or go see your family if you're able to do that. Just do something positive and that will make you feel better because that is what we all need right now. So last week, I fired this podcast back up and I explained that for new listeners, I explained that it used to be a podcast featuring um, myself and my mom, Ellen, giving you know advice to my readers who would write in with advice questions for me and Ellen specifically. And it was such a blast, but that was back in 2019 before the world blew up. And if I'm being really honest, you guys, it's it's just between everything, between all the other creative endeavors that I get myself into and my horrific time management skills and also how much Ellen and I schedules do not match up, it's so freaking hard to get in a room with her and record stuff. It really, really is. Um, so I don't know if it'll ever go back to that format, but someone did ask me what I even have my mom on as a guest. And the answer is obviously yes. Um, I would really love to get to the point where I have guests on this thing. Um, I think that's probably, I mean, I think that I know a lot of people who would do it a hundred percent, but it's not like I can offer them, you know, clout or, um exposure or anything like that I mean I think that I think my podcast episode from last week maybe has like 280 listens (laughs) which is pretty fucking embarrassing um I mean when it was Ellen and I and you know it it was like this new thing the those numbers were a lot higher so you know it's probably going to take some time for people to catch on I don't know I don't know and really, this is like an aside, but as as a blogger, influencer, content creator, whatever the fuck you want to call me, because honestly, I still grapple? Is grapple a word? I still grapple with what I even want to label myself as. The whole, like, the engagement rate and follower counts and all that, it's so, so hard to not go down a deep, dark hole with that shit. It really is. I think that Any creative person who is putting their, you know, thoughts and work out there on the web, on social media, this is something that they, it's like a constant battle not to let it get to you too much. Like, for example, I mean, I know that, I know that no one really gives a shit about this, but this is my podcast, so I'm just going to talk out my feelings on it. But I have been so stagnant in my uh, follow follower growth on Instagram for months. Like I've been sitting at 11.8 for forever, and I lose followers. Like I don't even have a good metaphor to compare it to. I really don't. It's just insane. And like because I don't really talk about it with anyone, I'm I'm of the mindset that like I'm the only person who experiences this kind of consistent follower decrease. But I know that's not the truth. It really is insane though. And I mean, because you're being vulnerable and putting stuff out there and obviously like want people to enjoy it, it's very hard not to take it personally when you lose, I don't know, like seven followers in a day. It's like, oh, okay. I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't know that, you know, I didn't know that, my shit was that offensive or boring to you or this that and the other and I know I know everyone says it's like yeah but the the people that you want around like your loyalists your true Emma's thing fans they're not going anywhere and those are the ones that matter and I could not agree with that more but it does fuck with you it really really does um I think over the last month it's so funny. Like, I, I always break even. It's always like an even Steven sort of thing. And I'm sure that a lot of you aren't really big Seinfeld fans, but for the ones of you who are, there was a whole episode on Seinfeld about how Jerry always broke even, no matter what. Like, he never, you know, if he lost money, he would somehow make it back really quickly. Or if he made the money, he would lose it. But then make it back which is basically what I just described but I feel like that like with a lot of things in my life I feel like I'm very even Stephen like I'm always breaking even um also even Stephen reminds me of Shia LaBeouf god he's so hot he's so insane he's so insane that he's so hot um but it's crazy because it's like over the last month I think I've lost like 200 followers but I've gained you know 200 and five followers. So my growth has been five followers. But it's really it's really it's uh, it it can be a beating if you let it. And, you know, like my sister, my sister likes to call herself my momager. And she told me to stop talking about the follower loss on Instagram, which I don't disagree with. I used to I used to draw more attention to it um, every now and again. So I have stopped doing that. But, like, I'm going to talk about it here because, again, this is my podcast. This is my platform. Um, I mean, 280 of you listened to this last week. So it's not like millions of you are tuning in. I can say whatever the fuck I want. And I think that there are – I think you never really know why someone unfollows you. Um, But obviously, like, there are triggers for people. Or like me, I mean, I follow – like cute girls and their cute accounts. And then one day I'm like, wait, who's this person? And why did I follow them? And I think that's the thing about me is like, because I'm all over the place and I've never had, I'm not very into curation. Um And I don't, I don't have like one focus. I think that it takes a while to get to know me and get into the Emma's Thing universe and understand my tone and my cadence and this and that. Like, I'm not a quick get. And I really never have been. And I don't have, I don't have like a very specific thing that I focus on. Like, I'm not super political. Like, I'm not only fashion. I'm not only cooking. I'm not only beauty. I'm not, you know, all of these things. And so that's why my description on Instagram is you know, not a fashion blogger, but I have style. Not a beauty blogger, but I love the glow up. Not a fitness blogger, but I work out. And this has kind of always been my uphill battle. And I also think, I mean, it's the whole like, you're not everyone's cup of tea. You know, currently, I don't know if you guys follow her. Um, She's a local Dallas blogger. And I've, I've had the chance to meet her. And Um, work with her because of my stint at a reward style headquarters here in dallas but you know she always says she's like cilantro like you either love her or you hate her and i really do feel like that's the same with me okay that rant is over i promise clearly i needed to get that off my chest and i appreciate you guys for listening to it moving on um so this weekend Zach and I are going to Austin to visit his cousin and very, very excited. We've been meeting to get down there for freaking ever. Also, I love how I like switch back and forth between fucking and freaking. Like, clearly, I'm a fuck girl all the way. So I don't know why. Like, who am I trying to appease here by saying freaking? Anyway, probably like people who unfollow me. <laughs> anyway, so we are leaving on Friday, really pumped. Not quite sure how it's going to go in terms of like actually going out to eat places and stuff like that. I I don't really even know where I stand right now on whether or not we should be eating inside. I mean, I feel safe because we're vaccinated and we're wearing our masks when when it's appropriate to, which is pretty much all the time, except for like I'm not going to wear a mask when I'm walking down the street outside because it's hot as fuck. But anyway, regardless, it's going to be a really fun trip. And Cece's coming with us. She has no idea. She has no idea. And I'm basically looking at it as like (laughs) the older sister gets to have a special one-on-one trip with her parents and the baby brother has to stay at home. (laughs) Also, I'm really, really excited because so I posted the other week um, on Instagram and it was just like a story. So it went away in 24 hours. But I basically talked about how we're still very much getting settled here and that I, I'm really, really bad at being unsettled. And I talked about this when I first moved in with Zach and, you know, I was talking about how it's just like nothing is in its right place and oh my God, there's just so much stuff to sort through between the two of us and figuring out how we're going to combine our things and our style and this and that and we've definitely made progress but like we made progress and then I swear it's like the mass mandate was lifted and we were traveling and we were just so much busier and our progress sort of just stopped but now we're back at it and the biggest thing is that in our third room we when I first moved in we had all the plans to make it our workout room but Then we both signed up for the gym by us, and that kind of became, it became the junk room, more or less. Just to put it bluntly, like everything that we didn't know what the fuck we were going to do with, we put in that back room, including my king mattress and my headboard and the box springs and the whole setup. So basically now we've decided that that back room is going to be Zach's office, so he can Work from home sometimes during the week after dinner so he doesn't have to stay at the office, which is really exciting. And we're both very pumped about it. But the biggest thing in that back room that was taking up so much space is my whole king bed setup. So this past weekend, we finally figured out with my parents that they could and wanted to take the king bed and put it in a guest room at their house. So Saturday, it was all about getting all the pieces of that across town to Plano. And we were supposed to do it around noon. And it started raining. And not just raining, but it was pouring. So that kind of put a little, uh, threw a little wrench in the day, if you will. But we were able to wait it out and somehow loaded it up And took it over there and so it's out of our house now and I just think that getting that really big bulky piece out has motivated us to really get going on kind of resuming that progress and figuring out the rest of the house. So now Zach is really focusing on getting that room set up as his office and then he also finished painting this Ikea piece that Oh my God, I like literally can't even believe that he went through with it because I've never seen him angrier than finagling this piece over the last few months. I mean, Ikea is just such, God, everything from there is just such a piece of shit. But we wanted to save money and that's what you get when you are saving money. You can either fast, good, and cheap. You can only have two and we basically wanted it cheap and fast so it's not good it's not good quality that's neither here nor there the point is that he finished painting it and we figured out how we want to configure it and it's in our bedroom and we basically turned it into a little library and it's so amazing like I our bedroom has been such a shit show. Like there's been no theme, like nothing is going on in there. It has not been our focus. So the fact that we finally moved that Ikea piece in and made this amazing library moment around it is just like, oh my God, I'm just so happy. Like we're just, I'm, I'm relieved because we're just feeling so much more motivated and things are happening. I'm not ready to share them with you guys just yet because there's like I want it to be well I know nothing will ever be perfect because if you're like me and most people you're always tweaking things in your home like oh this should move over there and oh what if I added this here instead of that um but I will soon I will share some before and afters as soon as I can I just feel like everything is going in the right direction now and I'm so happy about that Oh, and that also reminds me that um, I don't have any updates for you guys about the backyard and the pergola debacle and all of that shit. Um, If you don't know what I'm talking about, basically we had these grand plans to build out a fire pit in the backyard and a pergola that will act as a carport when the weather is shitty and we want to park our cars under it. And then outside of that, as a true pergola with like twinkle lights and the whole nine yards and all of that shit that makes you feel like a real adult with a real home. Unfortunately, um, the pergola got built and it was great. And then the fire pit guys came the very next day to do their half of the work. And one of the guys ran the Bobcat machine into the pergola and it collapsed. So they have been in a dispute whose fault is it the pergola people are like this is the standard this is how we build them um it's a great pergola you hit it too hard and the fire pit people are like we didn't hit it that hard and if it was that great of a product why the fuck would it collapse so it's it's again i think i've used the term shit show three times already in the last 18 minutes but it's a shit show um And we're bummed. I mean, it's just been such, it's been such a headache. And we're bummed because we really wanted to have all that in place by the end of summer. I'm not sure that's going to happen now. But you know what? That's okay. Because we know that it'll be good to go in the fall. And that's when the weather will be, you know, the weather will be perfect to actually sit outside and enjoy the pergola. Okay. If you're still with me, I know that this podcast is already turning into me just talking at you but it feels good I really I'm (laughs) really really enjoying it and it's it's an even easier way to let you guys in on the goings on of my life um, instead of fucking being on Instagram 24 hours a goddamn day um, and stories disappearing in in 24 hours so I hope that I hope that you're enjoying this as much as I am right now I did say last week that I want to you know dig through old blog posts and read you guys and read you guys old blog posts um, old popular blog posts obviously like I'm not gonna read you just random ones I want to read you the ones that seem to have really you know uh, struck a chord with the most people over the last god 11 11 fucking years that I've been blogging oh wow. Um, So today, the one that I want to read you guys, it's about dating. It's about singlehood. I wrote this in May of 2019. And I think a big part of where this blog post came from, I mean, I explain it in the beginning, but I think a big part of it was just realizing that I was a couple years into my 30s. And, you know, I was hanging out with girls from work who were much younger than me. And not that that's a bad thing at all, but it's like I had already lived that part of my life going out just to go out. And I was just coming to terms with the idea that that is not how I'm going to meet anyone, period. Like, that's just not, that's not how it's going to go down because the type of guy that I want to meet wouldn't be here right now in the middle of the day day drinking on a rooftop bar like that is so not where he is in his life i want to meet him where he is in his life i don't want him to meet me here so this blog post is called my guy isn't out right now an epiphany there i was sitting outside on a rooftop of one of dallas's most popular hangout spots on memorial day sunday I felt really cute that day. You can never go wrong with white on white, especially if you have tan skin to offset it, which I do. I started the day optimistic and excited, ready for whatever came my way. It was about being out and about with friends on a perfect spring day, enjoying each other's company and people watching. But the more wine I sipped, the more the why behind the day got away from me. With each refreshing swallow of rosé making its way down my throat and into my feels, I started noticing that the only people entering the bar were couples, and the only people exiting were couples, probably on their way to dinner. After all, it was a Sunday that was really a Saturday, so date night only seemed right. And I wanted that. I wanted to be leaving or heading out for a date night. Realizing that I was so aware of who was coming and going also made me realize that I was mentally somewhat on the prowl, so to speak. And that made me feel lame and desperate. And obvious. Suddenly, I just knew that everyone in the surrounding area knew that I was single, lonely, and 32. What had started as such a fun, happy, carefree today was rapidly falling prey to a self pity party, and I was having serious trouble stopping it. Thanks to the four nachos I had eaten and the one glass too many of wine I had consumed, my defenses were down. I was letting it envelop me and fuck with my entire day, mood, and mentality and that's when it hit me. My guy isn't here. At this bar. He wouldn't be. Whoever I'm going to end up with is not out on the town right now on this popular rooftop bar on a Sunday that's a Saturday. This isn't his scene. It's barely mine, so why would I assume he'd be here? No, of course he's not. The person I'm supposed to be with is home. Maybe he's chilling alone, leaning into his singlehood and binge-watching a show. Maybe he's not alone but instead at his house that he owns and his backyard with his grill and some good friends enjoying the holiday weekend. Maybe he's traveling somewhere cool or at his married friend's lake house smoking a cigar and sipping on wine, totally content but definitely wishing he was with someone. Maybe he is with someone, but the wrong someone, and he's on the verge of realizing that. My guy isn't here at this bar. He wouldn't be. This isn't how he would be spending his time. I mean, maybe if his friends dragged him out or something, but my guy isn't going out with the intention of meeting someone. I mean, that'd be cool, sure, we all want that, easy peasy, but he has more going on than being on the prowl with his buddies. Most of them are probably married anyway, or at least coupled up, doing their own coupley thing just like my situation is with my friends. We're in the same boat, in the same ocean, more than likely just a few strong paddles away, yet we have no idea the other exists right now. And maybe we'll both be adrift in the same ocean for a little longer. Maybe we've already passed each other in the night, but the lighting and timing wasn't right. Maybe we'll drift a little further away before the current changes and turns our boats in the right direction toward each other. I know he's out there, but I also know my guy isn't here at this bar. He wouldn't be. And that was, I mean, that was seriously such an epiphany moment for me, which is obviously why I felt so compelled to write this blog post at the time. And what's so crazy is that a little less than a year later, I would meet Zach. And at the time that I wrote this blog post, Zach was married. Yeah, guys, for those of you who are going to be listening to this podcast, you can already see that you're going to be getting some details that I don't talk about anywhere else but he was married and about to be going through a divorce and so when I when I read this back and I see that line about um maybe he is with someone but it's the wrong someone and he's on the verge of realizing that like that gives me freaking goosebumps because that is exactly like I was I was stating my, my truth, and I didn't even know that I was. I was just trying to write like a really uh, heartfelt, compelling blog post. Something else that I want to touch on that I've seen a lot lately is, like, um, a lot of people say, you know, I'm, I'm so tired of being single, and I don't know how to meet anyone, but I don't want to be on the apps. And I've seen a lot of people like write that into other bloggers or influencers, and that blogger or influencer being like, "I met my husband on an app," and I mean, I just have so much to say. I have so I should do an entire episode about how I think is the best way to go about um, kind of weeding through people on dating apps because the the truth of the matter is that they're a necessary evil. And I mean, that's how I met Zach. Like. And granted, granted, the only reason that I got back on a dating app um, last April or last March of 2020, or was it April? I can't remember, Um, was because of COVID. And I was like, I don't know how long we're going to be cooped up like this. I was just getting ready to start dating again. Like, you know, I, I, I got on out of desperation, but more so out of boredom and wanting to wanting to maybe even just connect with a few guys and like chat with them over text even though I knew it couldn't really go anywhere because of COVID. Joke was on me but um, they really they just are a necessary evil in this day and age and the way that the way that we do interact with people and meet people. I mean I know people who have met via social media and like live together now. I mean it's it's insane. So I think there's definitely a podcast episode in our future talking about the dating apps and kind of like the dos and don'ts, you know, red flags, um, all all of the all of the inner workings. Anyway, I thank you guys so much for listening to my 20 minutes of rambling at the beginning of this. But I feel like I feel like that could very possibly become the format of this podcast. It's kind of like a once a week chance for me to catch up with you guys, share things that I'm not necessarily sharing to the masses on Instagram or my blog, and just chit chat. And I think from that is going to come even more content, obviously, depending on how you guys react um, to the episodes. But I think there's just, there's such opportunity here to take this in so many ways. But I hope that you enjoyed listening to my blog post about my guy isn't out right now, and I hope that if you're kind of in the same situation that I was when I wrote that, that that helps you and maybe also gave you an aha moment. Like, you know, they say to, they say that to meet to meet the p- kind of people you want to meet, you have to put those yourself in those situations. But I think that's what this whole blog post was about. It's like. I want to meet a guy who wouldn't even be in this situation, who is probably at home right now, and obviously I can't like put myself in a situation where I'm at home with a stranger man, (laughs) but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you like this and you want to be the first to know when new episodes go up, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to, wherever you listen to podcasts because it's available on like every platform, I'm pretty sure. And, um, you know, maybe give me a a rating, maybe give me a review, Um, all of it's appreciated. And even if you don't wanna do any of that and you just want to listen in the shadows, I appreciate that too and I will, talk at you guys next week.